Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. Change is going to be a big thing, I think, this fall and certainly into 2023 for a lot of people, because I think for the first time in, you know, two and a half years, people feel like we are back to some sense of normalcy. Yeah. And last year at this time, there was still a hesitation. There was still like things were still getting canceled and the kids were wearing masks and we still felt hesitant. We were still dealing well, we felt like we were still dealing with COVID and everything that surrounded mm-hmm. it. And it doesn't matter what your political beliefs or anything else is right now. I can tell you this. America has moved on from that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I watched uh, some Twin Cities news anchors on television at the state fair yesterday or the day before and they were they were passing a beer oh <laughs> be, between each other and and even and it even went out to a couple of people sitting in the front row and he, and he even made the comment he was like i think it's safe to say that we're all over covid oh my god and 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 i'm not you know i'm not trying to uh a play down the risk that could be there for somebody that ha- is compromised, right? But I can tell you this, as far as a mentality in this country, nobody cares anymore. Well, and I think just like, it's not affecting people's plans anymore. No, no. Things aren't no. getting canceled or or changing because of COVID. He, he, here's, what, here's where we're at. I think it, it, people who want to till, still take precaution and they want to wear a mask or they, you know, or, or, or this yeah. or that, or, or they prefer not to be enlarged, then just don't. But I can tell you, it will not dictate anything that we're going to do as a community anymore. So for the first time, I believe this because last year we knew going into the school year, today was Clara's first day of school, right? She's back at and then Noah goes back next week. Yeah, so, today. Yeah. Today is Clara's so, first day. So here we here we go, right? But I'm they've already made it very clear that they're not going to make any adjustments to deal with COVID. Right. It's over. Okay. It's done. All of that, what was going on anyways, I'm not saying COVID is done. It'll probably be around forever, but the the adjustments and all of that is done. It's there we're not we're not doing that anymore. So for the first time, I think we all feel like here we go. And that's what has inspired this this change mm-hmm. because a lot of people had a lot of time to reflect and kind of look at the way that their life was going. And the, you know, they call it, and we've talked about this on numerous occasions, <laughs> the great resignation. Uh, people are becoming uh, more health uh, conscious, right? Mm-hmm. And they're just taking better care of themselves and they are not afraid to address their mental health as well. And that's all part of this 
season of change. Ooh, I knew you were going to say season. I knew I had to, I couldn't escape it. I like it. I couldn't escape it. I like it because it fits, because it really is. And it's felt like that for a while. Um, But I think now that the kids are going back to school and we're getting into this routine and people realize that it's going to be normal, you know, we're not going to see things canceled or or be affected by COVID. Now people are really going to start to take stock and evaluate. Right. And we've, I mean, at the end of September here, because I mean, September is always a month of adjustment for me because you're going from summer back to school yeah. and kind of getting in. And then here comes the holidays. But September is an adjustment month. Yeah, I think right? for a lot of people. So here we are in the final month of this third quarter. Oh, God, you're right. It is literally, it is. right? And it has been quite the year for you and I. Oh, yeah. I mean, new it's jobs. In, literally. I mean, and it wasn't just like getting a new job. It was, I took a career that I had been doing for 30 years almost and just was like, I took a hard left. And I'm like, mm-hmm. not to give it up because I'm still doing a lot of the same things, but I left corporate broadcast radio. It just mm-hmm. go, just got up and I was like, I can see where this is headed. I'm out. It's not pretty. I'm out, right? Because I want to keep it going and I want to engage uh, with some of this cool new yeah. stuff that's happening, which, you know, there's a lot of podcasting. Obviously, here we are. I saw this coming years ago and here it is. And uh, some of the social media and more video elements, which are going to become big, 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 mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. uh, but you, you you sent me an interesting quote and it was from a, an author that everybody likes. It's, it was Atomic Habits, Habits is the book. Yeah. James Clear is the author yeah. of Atomic Habits. Um, it's a great book. If you are looking to start new routines or change habits of any form, um, it's an excellent book. Uh, but he has an, an awesome Instagram account and he posted on his Instagram account on Monday. And the quote was, if you fired yourself today and took over your life from scratch, what would you stop doing? And it's really one of those like stopping your tracks kind of questions. So thinking about that and having a little time to kind of kick that around, Mm -hmm. if you were to fire yourself today and take over your life from the ground up, what would you stop doing? I would stop saying yes to everything. I think that's a great a great starting yeah. point for you. And I've had that I've I'm a people pleaser and I like doing a lot of things. Um so then I get asked to do a lot of things and I always say yes. And we did a podcast really early in this show about the power of saying no. About the power of saying no and I was like I'm going to do it. I'm going to start saying no and I have said no like a handful of times, but I've said yes, like two handfuls of times. So, um, I would, I would say no more often. I think that you and I are in a spot now to where we kind of took this path. Yeah. We really did. Yeah, we really did because it took a lot for me to be like, you know what? I'm done. I mean, and I, it wasn't an overnight decision, right? I, I, I dug around. I talked to a lot of the other friends I have in the industry around the country. And there were a lot of us that mutually agreed mm-hmm. that, oh, you know what? Yeah. 
and and we wanted to continue to do creative work for the rest of our lives right and we were like well you know and we had we had had discussions and we all came to pretty much the same conclusion and it can, that can be jarring um i can't remember what i was going to say but we were talking about things that you would stop doing if you fired yourself i know but i, I was going to say something sp- specific to what you were talking about with a lot of people leaving broadcast specifically and i uh, the the thought escaped me. If it comes back, I will let you okay, know. Okay, but that was, I mean, I, I didn't really get away from broadcast. It's just changed and I decided to evolve with it, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, you know, I could have stuck, I could could have stuck, I could have just stuck around. But it was just like, I know that wasn't the easy, that would have, or I should say that would have been an easier right. path, right? But uh, now here we are, you know, six months into this mm-hmm. and I'm I couldn't be happier <laughs> that I took that first step so what would you stop doing if you fired yourself and started from scratch I would stop worrying about what all of the people that I don't necessarily even deal with anymore I would stop caring what they think Mm. I, I'm always, yeah. I've always, because I always had to carry that with me, right? Yeah. All, you do, you have to almost worry about, oh God, what's so-and-so going to yeah. think about this or that, you know, is this going to come back and this is going to hurt somebody in the sales department? It, it, I had to be pretty, you have to live a somewhat of a, you got to tiptoe around, right? Oh, Literally, yeah. right? If you're in broadcast, television, radio, whatever, yeah. you, you have to live that life. And I ha- I would stop caring about what other people think. Mm-hmm. Because I I really don't care. The only reason I you You're know, just wa- so used. The to only it. reason I walked that line was because it was part of my job, right. right? But I I really don't care. And I encountered a lot of people, and we talked about this a year ago before we even started podcasting. Mm-hmm. But I said during the pandemic, or I would say a few months into it, I told you there's if there's one thing I learned. I'm never going to hang out with people I don't like anymore. Mm-hmm. And that may sound a bit crass to some people, but if you listen to a lot of these life coaches and, and whatever, you know, sober coaches, all of them will tell you that, you know what? That's one of the best things you can do for yourself. Don't wish ill will on anybody, no, but, and- but don't go hang out with people that give you bad vibes. I saw a quote once, like if it's not a full body, yes, then it should be a no. And and that's like, whether you're talking about the people you're hanging out with, the things you're saying yes to the obligations, the places that you're going, if it's not a full body, yes. Or I've also heard it as like an F yes. Yeah. Then it should be a no. Right. You're all in. Are you all out? Or you're all out? Isn't it's that profound. isn't it's that what Ryan that's says? What my boss says. <laughs> I love that. It, but it, it, as simple as that sounds, that's the truth. It is. Right. And, I mean, I it brings me to like a very simple example for us recently. We were going to go to the state fair last Friday. Right. I took the afternoon off. We talked about this for a second yesterday on the episode, but um, we we watched the news stories about the traffic and the parking. And we determined it was probably going to be like a three to four hour commitment to drive there and get parked. And we were like, not for us. No, no, we're not going to do it. That, and it wasn't like way. a big, like, 
you know, we, we didn't pout about it and we weren't mad. We were just like, that's not how we want to spend our afternoon. No, we presented it to the kids like that. They were a little bummed, but we went and did something different. And so it's like, I think people get so like, they should themselves crazy. Like I should do that. Or, well, we told the kids we're going to, so we should, or I should say yes to that, or I should be at that event. And it's like, you don't have to do that. I think that's why a lot of people have a hard time giving up alcohol. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. that to be funny or, or joke in a joking manner. I'm telling you, I think a lot of people drink on a regular basis because they find themselves in company that they're not necessarily fond of. Yeah. I'm not kidding. No, I mean, I, I can attest. Yeah, that. It, that that happens a lot. And a lot of the, and, and they're all mutual in that feeling, but they figure, well, we'll just get enough drinks in us and we'll tolerate each right, other. Right, I should. Right. This is what we should be doing. This uh, where, is where we should be hanging out. And and once you remove that, you'll, you'll gravitate towards people who you really like and have things in common with, right? Yeah. That's another thing I would say to this question, if you fired yourself and started from scratch, um, not what would you stop doing, but on the other side of that coin, what would you start doing? And it would be like, listening to myself more. I guess the question, if to sum that up is if you were to fire yourself today, if you're, if you could, if you had the ability to do that and you were not no longer in charge of that life yep, and you could just take over and start from scratch, how would you build it? Yeah. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Yep. What would you stop doing? What would you start doing? Yeah. What would you do more of? What would you do less of? You know what kills people with that is compromise. They're like, well, I can't go all in. Actually, you can. You can. You can. And and It's scary. I know, but I'm kind of an all in or nothing type of guy, right? I I always have been. That's just just my personality. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to do something, I'm not going to half-ass it. Yeah. I'm going after it, right? And that's, I mean, that's, I mean, you're you're that way. I've, I've said this to a lot of people, but I said, there's two types of people in life, right? People who just want to finish, get to the finish line. And there's, there's the individuals that want to win that race. It's a different mindset, Mm -hmm. right? You're all in or you're all out. It's that simple (laughs) to me. It really is. So look at the, the thing is you have to look at yourself. What am I doing now that I need to stop doing? Yeah. And what do I need to start doing? Yeah. And, and, and how do you position yourself? And how do you do that? And what's the first step? And and for a lot of people, that may look like deciding what you like, figuring out what it is that you want. And that's a big question for people who get to a certain point in their life and then go, I have no idea. You know, whether it be like your kids are growing up and you've dedicated 10 or 12 years to youth sports. And then you're like, I, I don't even know myself anymore. You know, like those moments happen. And I think a lot of people are feeling them right now. I know so many people that are caught up in that because oh, they feel like they have to do I it. I know youth sports stresses me out. Well, you know, but, but I know that there are some people that embrace it. Their kids love it. And it teaches, I think that youth sports can be used to teach kids great lessons in life. Absolutely. There's not even a question about it. But there are some people who are doing it just because they feel like it's the trendy thing to do. Yeah, and and there's definitely lessons to be learned in youth sports that are lifelong lessons, but there's also like a level of where you just give up your whole life right. to youth sports. I think you you got to be, you have to be willing to make bold moves. Just in general? Yeah, I, th- I think you do. You, yeah. I mean, it's just like, 
I know you like fashion, right? You're, you're a big fashion person. A little bit, person. yeah. A great example of this, because I have nothing to do but research and read now, and mm -hmm. I love to do, I love to dig into some of this stuff, but are you uh, familiar with the creative designer for, for Gucci now? Um, His name is Alessandro Michel? No. Okay, well, the story, I, because I've noticed over the past, I would say five, six years, seven maybe around in there, that their ad campaigns, because I follow, I, I like to watch advertising and see what people are doing, right? Because mm -hmm. I, well, I, I did it with audio for years. Well, so and was, luxury brands have the most visually, I mean, their visual ads yeah. are stunning. So I, I paid attention to Gucci over the past, especially the past few years. And I was like, what is going on? You know, have these people lost their minds, right? But when he was given the job mm -hmm. in 2015, Gucci had that, that stoic, sophisticated look. Yep. And that's what they had always had. And it was, it was big time. I mean, it was, I mean, it was, it was a statement brand, right? But what he did, he took their current philosophy, threw it out the door, right? And just started his own wild maximalist, is that what they call it, right? Yeah. Type of thing. And this really over-the-top ad campaign and these wild, wild, very bold colors and just chunky this and that. And the style, I was like, that's not Gucci. So he did that and he, he was brought in to give it his own spin mm -hmm. and over the since he took over and i think it was a, the middle of last decade 2015 somewhere around there they've tripled their sales really so i i think that that type of a thought pattern that's bold right right i mean when you get when you're given that opportunity and you have a label like that that's like you go with it right a heritage because he could have he could have crashed and burned yeah but he didn't but there's only one way to find out that's exactly and if anybody, if anybody who follows fashion, and I'm novice at following that stuff, but because of you and your interest in it, I, you know, I pay attention to a lot of some of the, the bigger brands. And I, I think I, you probably recall me bringing up some of their ad campaigns over the past few years. And I'm like, what is going on? So I've, I started digging in uh -huh. and then I learned about him. And I know that he works a lot with like Harry Styles and some of these other, you know, the, these pop icons now, but he had this really forward pattern of thinking. And he, I think he knew what the next generation was looking uh -huh. for. And he had to get away from that, again, traditional, classy, sophisticated look that they were used to. And he had to make it new and wild, and he did it. And, and my God, it paid off. And I'm sure you can still buy the classic pieces. You sure can. But it's like getting new people's attention. But if you follow that type of, his type of ad campaign, is what he did was he blazed the path. And if you follow any of these other up-and-coming designers in some of these brands, they're on board, and they're trying to mimic what he's doing. Well, I the mean, September I could, issue of Vogue is over on the coffee table and it is like two inches thick. Is it and super it is, bold? Oh, the September issue of Vogue is like magical. But yes, the advertising in there because it's all luxury brands is beautiful. Yeah, there's a, there's, shoe, there's a, a shoe brand that escapes me. 
And actually they, they do more than shoes, but it's their shoes that caught my eye and I really liked them. And I was like, but it was that same type of ad Is campaign. Is it Balenciaga? No, it starts with a Z. It's, I can't, I'll have to, uh, there's so many, I'm inundated with this stuff now, right? Because I started researching how this all unfolded. Uh-huh. And now I just get my, my social media feeds are just inundated <laughs> with fashion. And I'm like, oh God, and it's been going on for weeks. But his story specifically, I, I mm-hmm. found fascinating. And I was like, there's a guy who had everything to lose, right? He yeah. was successful. I mean, he's an Italian guy. I think he was born in, in Rome, right? Just, it's, he's in, he's in the, he's one of the end guys, mm-hmm. right? So he could have crashed and burned big time, Yep. but he it's just gutsy. Well, I'm it's like, like wow. I mean, as long as yes. we're talking about fashion, like right. Halston did the same thing. Like people were telling him what to do and how he should design and what he should create. And he did his own thing. And it just took the industry by storm. I I think that a lot of people have figured out that you don't have to follow what everybody else is doing. No. Right. And there's, there's this, I'm telling you, there's, I don't know how to explain what's happening, but there's this, this new line of thinking Things are changing. Mm-hmm. What do, I don't know what what, is, what did you call it? The dawning of Aquarius. It's the, the age of Aquarius. The age of Aquarius. Yes. I don't know. But you you when you started following your star seed stuff. Listen, first of all, I, I have to preface that Jess has not lost her mind and she's not gone bananas. I'm fine. Right. I'm better but, than ever. But you were you just started reading. I think it's great to be curious. Yeah, right? I've you, just been interested in more. Um, spiritual materials and you had your oracle cards out this past weekend well it was the new moon right so i did a little new moon reading and for us and then you you and i drew the same card and 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 i saw you light up like clara did when she got her (laughs) barbie dream house for christmas guys what are the odds i mean i could probably figure out the odds so it's like a 53 card deck and each card has a different message on it. And you shuffle the cards and you pull your card. And then it corresponds to a message in a little booklet that is um, like essentially a message from spirit or a message from your soul. I know. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm, go ahead. So it was the new moon on Saturday night and it was our anniversary. Right. And so we were watching Gaia and I was like, I got to get, I got to get the cards out. And so i I pulled my card and it was called, I rem- I'm sorry is, the, is what the card said. And it was like forgiving yourself and healing generational patterns and like changing the narrative for your family and sp- using your voice to like share this message. And I was like, Oh my, that is a lot, but like very fitting. Right. So then you shuffle, like literally shuffled, yeah. I spread the cards all out on the couch and you picked yours and you picked the same freaking card. Is there, and there's only one card in that deck. There's only that? one card of each. Wow. And I was like, Oh my God. And you're like, what does it mean? And I'm like, <laughs> I you drew the same card as me. So anyway, that was kind of a moment that we had on Saturday. <laughs> and also it, it, it's weird. We learned this past weekend that water has memory. We're going to tell them about Gaia. Well, no, it's, it's just, it feels listen, like the time. Well, you, really go ahead and, and tell people. Well, anyways, th- but the funny thing is there's all of this research now and science that tells you what water really does for your body. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's more than just hydrating. Oh yeah. Right? It's huge. But because when, when in the, the frozen movie, 
Yes. Was it Frozen 2? It's Frozen 2. And Elsa is making her ice sculptures and she's showing all these <laughs> memories from the past. And she's like, water has memory. And she says it like, and they make the boat. And then she's like remembering what happened to her parents and all of these things. And she says, water has memory. And we were watching a documentary on, on over, water, on water over the weekend. And they were like, water has memory. It learns from its surroundings. And I was like, that's what Elsa said. <laughs> Yes, we're talking about the cartoon. Yeah. But, but it's just, it was funny to hear the reference. But somebody wrote the script and like obviously knew what we saw in the documentary. I would like water. to believe so anyways. I think right? So. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Maybe it's a sign. But do, do you think that, I mean, well, how did we get down? How did we go down this rabbit hole when it started with? I don't know. If you <laughs> were to fire yourself today <laughs> and you were to start from over or, or start over from scratch, what would you stop doing? It started with that. And now we're talking about Now we're talking Elsa. about water memory and Elsa <laughs> and Frozen. I don't know how we went down this rabbit hole. I was going to say we're fired, but we're the boss. We so. already are. Yeah, we, well, we did fire ourselves. <laughs> I, I went through that earlier this year. Yeah. You know, I really did. I'm not kidding. It's like, of, if you would have told me one year ago that, because we were this, it was at this very moment, this yep. very moment, yep. We were going to get up the following morning and go back to the office. Yep. And it ended up being a pivotal moment for right. us where we really realized we're not happy and we have to do something. Yeah. And then not only admitting and acknowledging that, but then acting on it. Right. Instead of just complaining every day and continuing to do the same thing, which is really e an easy trap to fall into. You know, you, you know what a lot of people would probably answer that the question that we've brought up today and the question again, I'll say this one more time is if you were to fire yourself today and start over from scratch, what would you stop doing? I think a lot of people would say their job. Mm -hmm. I'm not kidding. Yeah. I I'm not kidding because everybody for years and please <laughs> listen, by the way, Don't I know quit your job I know, and then call us and tell us it was because of <laughs> right, right. Because I know I know so many great employers that own local and small businesses oh, yeah. that are great to work for. But specifically, I think that applies. I mean, it could apply to anybody, but a lot of people that get into the big business grind. Mm hmm. Right. And you yeah. and you don't really feel noticed and you don't feel like you're doing anything uh, important mm -hmm. and you're just going to work to get paid. Yeah. I would tell people that if you go to work just to get paid, consider how much time your work consumes in your life and then feel, and then tell me if you feel, I should say that that is worth that because it's mm -hmm. going to consume more of your life than any other thing you do. It does. So if you're doing it just to get paid, you might want to rethink that. This would be an interesting question for people to like get out a notepad and just write. Right. Free write. Like everything that comes to your mind without judgment. Just if I was if I fired myself today and started over from scratch, what would I change? If you were really honest with yourself and just free wrote. This is well, it it, uh, it kind of plays into that uh topic we had a couple of weeks ago. And by the way, it absolutely exploded of the hundred and how many 
odd 15 14 whatever how many episodes we've we've had now it's probably and it's it's continuing to grow but it's all right now already the third or fourth most listened to episode it was on quiet quitting yeah and that concept it, it's trending on tiktok it's not like a new concept i just they just gave it a name it's when you stop going above and beyond at your job just do your job go home unplug while you're not working and then go back. It's just a, yeah, it's a vicious cycle of just doing enough to get by because you don't feel like you're getting anywhere Yeah, and you're tired. And I, I brought this up, but people are tired of going above and beyond for a pat on the back. Yeah. That's not enough. And that's not a way to live. Right. They want, they want something more fulfilling than that. Mm-hmm. And that's why, they have found that they coined it quiet quitting and it's just going to work, doing your job and just doing enough to stay employed, collect a paycheck and just get by. Yeah. Right. And that's, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, I've done that. I I found myself doing that a year ago. That's where that's when we went back, when they said we're bringing everybody Mm -hmm. back to the office, that's how I felt. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to, I, I, every day I got to work to get out of there. Yeah. That's all. That was my goal. Walk through the door. I just want to get out of here. And considering, like you said, how much time you spend at work, not a great way to spend your time. Yeah. No, not a good feeling. No, not at all. Not, not at saying all. you have to like give your life up to your job and be available 24 hours a day, but you should feel fulfilled how many, by how, what you're doing. Okay, back to this question, this initial question mm-hmm. of if you were to fire yourself today and start over from scratch, what would you stop doing? How many people do you, th- we said a lot of people would probably job. stop doing their job. Yeah. How many people would stop drinking completely? Yeah, well, based on the feedback that we get I know. when we talk about it, I would say a lot. I know, it, it isn't, it's, it's, it's incredible to me how many people are inquisitive about this? Mm-hmm. And because it feels impossible. Yeah, it does. Because you're surrounded with it. When you start to think about it and you break it down, and if you're one of the individuals, and there are a lot of them, I mean, there are a lot of people that I don't know what this is is going on right now, but there's a ton of people that are thinking about it, but they look at their surroundings and the people that they've surrounded themselves with and they feel like I can't do it. Well, it's so ingrained in our culture. A hundred percent. Bad day, drink. Good day, drink. Afternoon meeting, drink. I mean, it's just. Do you put the kids to bed? Drink. It's just right. so ingrained in our culture. It's the answer for everything. And that's what we've been sold. So to think, to even consider giving that up, it feels impossible. Especially, I think for individuals who are involved whether it just be living with somebody, dating somebody, married, engaged, whatever, and your partner is not on board with that, that can be a very difficult road to follow mm-hmm. if you're doing it on your own. Yeah. Especially if all your friends, family, your partner, and your partner, everybody, the people it, around you, it can seem like impossible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and it's I, a huge step. I can understand that. Yep. I do. I completely sympathize. But I can tell you that it, it can be done and your life will change. 
you can message us for cheerleading I'm and not, advice because, yeah. because I love it when we get messages. It, it feels good to be able to tell people like there is life on the other side, even though it feels like impossible. Yeah. I can tell you this per, from a personal standpoint, I've made three decisions, big changes in my life in the past six months that have changed it. Mm-hmm. And jarring as it may have been to begin with, I am in a much better spot. And I'm I'm honest, this is weird to say this, but I'm believing that I am as happy as I have ever been in my adult life. Wow. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And the, the two things I stopped doing was my job. Yep. And I wasn't planning on stopping drinking. I I, I really wasn't. You you and I did the dry January thing with you and I just kept it going. And I was like, oh, I feel pretty good. I'm sleeping better. You know, I just, I feel better, right? Even if it was just on the weekends, right? Just eliminating that from my diet, mm-hmm. no alcohol. And then I went up to see John, like I always <laughs> said I was going to do, right, at JP Fitness. And I said, I want, I want, I want to do this. I want to get back into to a, you know, physical condition to where I can do the things that I love. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to be a bodybuilder or all, you know, all this other stuff. I just want to be healthy and fit, and I want to be able to do the things that I enjoyed when I was younger. So I went down that path. Mm -hmm. Those three things, quit my job, quit drinking, started working out, and uh, a much healthier diet, right? Changed my whole life. It's 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 wild. It is. It it literally. So if you're wondering what I have done, that's how I've started. Yep. And and I'm, I'm excited about how this is going to continue to evolve. I quit my job, quit drinking, and I quit Facebook, which sounds so silly, but that has been huge. But you didn't quit all social media. No, I quit yeah, Facebook. Just Facebook specifically. I still go on Facebook like for work. Right. And that's it. Yeah. The, it's funny you bring that up. I have a a friend who's much younger than I am. I'm not going to name anybody or talk about it. <laughs> it'll, it'll become obvious real quick, but... He said to me, he goes like, just out of the blue. He's like, you know what? I think I'm going to do a social media detox. And I was like, really? And he explained to me that it was just toxic and it was starting to affect his life. And I thought, good for you. It's draining. Yeah, good for you. I thought that's amazing. And I'd never heard that from an individual that young. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It's it's draining and it's, I don't know. it, it that definitely has made an impact on my mental well-being to not just constantly be scrolling through other people's highlight reels and i i am still on instagram but i've also very carefully curated what i'm following on instagram and it's a lot of personal development it's a lot of spiritual accounts um it's a little bit of fitness and fashion and so it's very much specific to what i enjoy and so when I go on Instagram, it, it feels good. You know what I did? And this works. I mean, uh, the algorithms do work if you you use them. And, and when I say that, you know what I started to, to do was hide or block or unfriend, yeah. right? Individuals or or and uh, any you know company, whatever, yep. whoever's yep. coming at me with negative stuff. Yeah, things right? that don't align. Right. So the the, uh, the politics are yep. almost impossible, but I've done a good job, and there I rarely see any of that anymore. And 
a lot of the negative stuff that was coming, yeah. it starts to vanish. It does. And then you'll start to find yourself inundated with like-minded people. Yep. So, and that feels, it's just a much more pleasant experience. Yeah, the algorithms do work. Mm-hmm. If, but people who are like, oh, there's so much negativity, that's because you're clicking on it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> right? And you're yeah. following and it. Like what you, what you look for is you what know, you find. What they say is curiosity killed the cat. Yeah. And once you start investigating something on social media, I think we've all figured out that they're going to at you until you either buy it yeah. or subscribe yep. or whatever. Right? And just, it's, it's very hard to stay out of comment sections that you know are going to be controversial. Sure. Because that's just human nature. Like, just it's voyeuristic you can read all of these people's infighting and, and so just and i don't understand why people think that they're going to get anywhere you're, you're not it's you're, just, not, gonna, it's, you're not changing anybody's it's mind it's just a release for people that have anger and hate and sadness in their lives and they feel like they can take it out on strangers on the internet it makes them feel better well these are individuals who lack the confidence or character to engage somebody in person and they and they so don't they go feel there, emboldened behind a keyboard they don't go there to listen or or expand their mind they go there to be right right and so anyway I, I don't go there and read those comments anymore and it and it helps immensely a, t- a ton it's not even a question yeah so it's just I guess it is just really about figuring out where you want to be and then taking small steps every day to get there. What so again that this is the question well, well I'm going to say this one more time because I really want you to message us and tell us. Yeah, it's it's I, really a profound question. It is. If you were to fire yourself and take charge of your life today, if you're the current you anyways and you were going to start over what would you stop doing that's something to really think about Mm -hmm. that's one of those things where it's and some of the things you might start doing yeah right just what what changes would you make and you know uh, it's it's difficult to say you're all in or you're all out but that's the honest to god truth that is where it's at because it's the same thought as a guy or or a girl who's having uh, like an addiction problem and they say well i'm just going to do a little bit here and there that's not how it works no whether it's drugs alcohol or whatever it is you're either in or you're out Mm -hmm. take your pick yeah okay so but we'd love to know on that note we'd love for you to weigh in you can message us and uh and, and let us know by the way all of our sponsors and all of our social media links are on our website, if you go to georgeandjess.com, and we've got all our episodes up there as well. Yeah, all of our episodes. You can also email us from there. We've got some some great emails. Um, I know we heard from someone over the weekend that found athletic beer thanks to us talking about it. So That's uh, a non-alcoholic brew, by the way. Athletic Brewing is a non-alcoholic brewery, um, and it's it's great. And we also... We also found another great non-alcoholic beverage this past weekend. It was... uh, Oh, Desois. Which is Katy Perry's brand, It is Katy Perry's brand and it's like an aperitif which is that's a french beverage that's um kind of like a more of a cordial like a sipping drink for after dinner and it's alcohol free and it's made with adaptogens and botanicals and it's really strong intense flavors and it's it feels grown up it feels like you're drinking something that actually is special and tastes good, but it doesn't have any alcohol in it. Right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, great. also, uh, I don't know if we brought this up yet. Maybe I have, but Blake Lively's Betty Buzz, Betty Buzz are are really good as well. We yep. picked a couple of them up at a uh, uh, Twin Cities 
a location because they don't have them in our our home. I put there. in a request locally yeah. for the good stuff to carry them, but they are really good too. So I it's. And I think we did an episode on this last week, but I just love seeing all the options. Yeah. And you know what else I stopped doing and I'm, I'm, I'm glad to get away from is dressing the part <laughs> when it came to whatever format I was currently on in radio, whether it be rock country or whatever. But on that note, by the way, I'm going to see uh, our friend Aaron at Jay Long's uh, this afternoon. I have an oh. appointment with him and I'm going to get uh, set up with some of the the trending fall fashion. Oh, and I'm, I'm excited I'm looking, I'm for look, the fashion show. I'm not giving you a fashion show. <laughs> I demand a fashion show every time he goes shopping. But Aaron and I, when when I'm up there and 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 I'm and I'm clothes shopping and stuff, we talk about a lot of different things. We enjoy some fine coffee. He has he always has great coffee going. Shopping at Jay Long's is an experience. It is because if you want a beer or a, or a beverage, they'll yeah, hook you up with is, that as well. It is a full on experience, and it is lovely. It is it again. It's one of those things that you'll find that you can do for yourself that can make a big change in your life. And I'm not kidding. I think if you look good, you feel good. That's been said over and over and over, and it's the honest to God truth. There is something to be said about taking care of yourself and your appearance. And there your, really is. And your capsule wardrobe versus just having a bunch of stuff in the closet that you may, might wear once in all of its existence and then you wind up trashing it or donating it or doing something with it. We talked about it on yesterday's, yesterday's I'm, I'm, episode. I'm going to bring him in here. Now that we're, we're set up, I'll have a chat with him this afternoon. You and I could sit down and just go a long time with Aaron. I could talk for hours. I could too. About to Aaron and about fashion. And uh, you could also visit Heat Salon and Lifestyle Studio if you're looking to upgrade um, your self-care, whether that be hair care um, skincare, makeup. You still swear by your silk pillowcase. Guys, it's Is it really amazing. that much of a game it's changer? It's life-changing. I'm really? telling you. We're going to get you one. Have you honestly noticed a difference in oh, your sleep? Not in my sleep, particularly, but like in my hair and my skin. I don't like have any hair. Just, I know, but you have skin. I do have skin. All over your head. Yes. Think of how good it would feel if it was on a silk pillowcase. I yeah, I I'm I'm intrigued by that because I've heard that from multiple people. And then again, when you start digging into it, you get you get inundated with these ads. And now I am getting pounded with this stuff. And I'm like, is it that big of a game changer? Yes, it is. It's fabulous. And they have other lifestyle products, um, mindful essentials, they have meditation stones, they have sleep masks, they have just a ton of products that are going to be some of those small upgrades that you can make to take care of yourself and feel good. Yeah, get with some of the new the new product. I honestly believe that, like CBD setters. Not that we're going to run through all of our sponsors here, but I know, but they're all, the it's re- kind of funny that like they all kind of align with they that, do like with what our lifestyle. elevating and upgrading right um, things in your life. I'm telling you, if you've not tried any of the new product at CBD centers, it's not all about THC infused beverage or gummies or anything else which have become very popular yes, by the way have. they're selling them just outside of the state fairgrounds because they're not available this year inside and those guys are cashing in big time <laughs> so but no i i encourage people to go in there and talk to them because whether it's you're, you're having trouble sleeping or you've got aches and pains yep. or all kinds of different things they can at least advise you and, and give you a chance to try some of their products natural product by the way and it can be life-changing. It really is. It's fantastic. They've done such a great job with that. 
And uh, uh, that's a regular stop for me as well. These are all things that I wasn't doing a year ago. Yeah. It, right? the small upgrades can make a really big difference, especially when you start to recognize areas of your life that you need to upgrade. Yes. On that note, we'd love for you to weigh in and tell us. Send us a message. Email us if, if you can. If you were to fire yourself today, take over your life as a new boss, <laughs> what would you stop doing? What would you start doing? Again, send us a message. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow morning. I can't wait to tell you how the first day of school oh, went. <laughs> we'll Get the Kleenex to, ready. We'll, we'll be back tomorrow morning with another episode at 6 a.m.